Talking Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up featuring Mike Orr. And we have a special guest for you today, Spencer Wilcox from Canada, man. We got a Canadian on here. You know what it is, guys. I got to rep my hometown, man, big time here. And we have Mr. Spencer Wilcox coming to join us today for this wonderful interview. You guys might remember him from that video that we posted from Wednesday from Rebel Entertainment Complex. Yes, this is him. Guys, you know what it is, man. We're here for this wonderful interview. Spencer, thanks for coming and joining us today, man. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, no, thank you guys for having me. Love to be on the podcast. Definitely, man. Um, Spencer, let's get right into it, brother. Um, I know you have you have siblings that uh, all all do what you do, man. Uh, you know the Wilcox clan. You guys are uh, you guys are ripping it up big, man, in, in the Canadian boxing scene. Uh, why don't you tell us about like your journey, how it all started, what age you were when you first got into it? Oh, I, uh, I'm the youngest out of the boys. We only got one other little sister below me, but, uh, I was in it basically right from the bat. Once I was out of the womb, had my hand <laughs> and, uh, the womb. yeah, I gave the doctor a sucker punch, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> okay. no, uh, yeah. So my dad owns steel town boxing club. Robert Wilcox is also my head coach. And, uh, he, uh, he never forced us. My brothers never forced me. It was either if you're in it, you're in it. You know what I mean? You're taking it hundred percent because it's a very serious sport. People get killed. And, uh, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. There was never a forced second in my household when it came to boxing, but, uh, no, probably I started actually training though, probably around four or five, four or five. And I started doing three, three days a week. Then once I hit about six or seven, I started doing about four days a week. And then once I hit eight, it was about five, six days a week. Wow. And then since then, yeah. Well, yeah, you grew up in the gym pretty much. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. uh, do you it's it's crazy now seeing uh, like other kids that I've been coaching, remembering them being so little and now they're coming up. It's just, it must feel how everybody that taught me felt, right? It's, it's a really weird feeling, you know what I mean? Like I see old photos of me on the wall now from like <laughs> literally a baby in my mom's arms. And it's like, what the heck, man? Like makes you feel old, right? It's like, wow, you realize how long you've been in it, right? And I love it though. I never never hated a second of it until you actually when you're cutting weight, you hate it. But other than that, <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. That's the worst part about it, eh? Cutting weight. That's the only time I second guess the sport is when you're cutting weight and no matter who you are, I hate it. I'll always be like, why? Why couldn't I be play football where they want you to eat a burger before the game? So you gotta look at that extra week. You know what I mean? Right. That's awesome, man. Um do you, what uh, so what age did you actually start competing in the amateurs? So we weren't allowed to compete until the rules change now, but in Canada, you weren't allowed to compete till you were 10 going on your 11th year. Right. And uh, so it was a long time before I even got to compete, but you know what? I was, I was in every training camp with my brothers, even when they're in the higher circuits of the amateurs, I was like, I would always be eight in at like the senior training camps. Right. So I was always sparring. Like I was sparring. I was having harder sparring sessions than I would have had fights at that age. Right. So, yeah, I didn't get to compete till I was 11, but it's nice. So the rules change now at from, I think it's eight to nine. They're called fun box. So there's the no. Box, right? And uh, so it's really good because everywhere else in the world, it's 
eight. And we were the only place that was like 10 going on 11. So it's two, three years, right, where kids are behind now, right? And so it's, that's a lot in boxing. I know, I know the Ontario boxing team has really it, it's it's been a little lackluster over the last couple of years. I know yeah. that it's 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 now on its uprise. Yeah. I know promoters like Lee Baxter they're doing big things for Canadian oh, yeah. boxing scene. You know, Rebel Entertainment Complex. I'm telling you, what a great venue! Um, oh yeah, I love that venue. Love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, probably one of the best venues I think in Ontario oh, yeah. at the moment. Sure, sharp man, sharp, compact. Can't really can't get much better than that. How, how, what what do you feel when you get in the ring at Rebel? Like, what's 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 the feeling you get? Because I know it's it's a lot of hype. There's a lot of lights. A lot of people don't understand the kind of the kind of atmosphere it is. How does it feel I as a mean, fighter? I, 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 I'm lucky to, to to the point where I had a lot of amateur experience that a lot of people around here don't get. You know what I mean? I fought on the biggest stages. I fought at the youth Olympics. I fought at the World Championships. So. Ever since the age of 16, I was really fighting the best the world had to offer. And you get used to – not used to it, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, when I fight, I've learned I do better when I don't necessarily – I care so much that I don't care. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like, I psych myself out where it's like I don't really care who I'm fighting. I don't care who's watching. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I got an amazing support system. Win or lose, I go home. My mom's shoulders there for me to cry on, right? It, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. So for me, it was a little mental trick that I taught myself in boxing. It just helped me mentally. Just so say, yeah, don't get me wrong. You 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 get excited, but I don't really care about the crowd, and I don't really care who's watching. You know what I mean? I think like like I only found out it was fighting on the DAZN card, like that section of the card. Right. I think the day before. I didn't get oh, wow. nervous in my mind. You know what I mean? If anything, it made me say, oh, I'm smashing this guy even better. And you, and you did. Yeah. And you did. Inside, inside the round, man. What a, what a great – wow. Like, what a, what a great shot, man. Honestly, one of the big knockouts of that night. Um, yeah. Honestly. Can you run us through that, actually? Like, how, how, like Yeah, so uh, it was a funny story, man. The boxing world is so small. I remember watching that – I can't even pronounce his name too good – Maximo Tawala. I can't pronounce yeah. it too good. The guy who was fighting. So we weren't supposed to fight him. I had another fight lined up. And then two days before our guy, for some reason, the fight didn't fall through. So then Max Maximo's uh, uh, name came up. Uh, personally, I don't even take the fights. I let my team pick. I don't even really know. I don't, I let them choose before I get to say I'm a fighter, right? I'll fight anybody that they want me to. So it's up to them to make the smart decisions, take the right fight at the right time. And I trust them. Right. Right. And uh, so when I found out it was his name, I was like, I kind of laughed a bit because my teammate who's like an older brother to me growing yeah. up, uh, Josh O'Reilly, he fought him. I remember years ago now when Maximo beat Mohammed Abedin, mm -hmm. probably like six, seven years ago now. And I remember watching that scene like, damn, who the hell is this kid? Like I remember sitting, I actually remember sitting in the crowd saying like, this kid's dangerous. Yeah. And then my brother Bradley was actually supposed to fight him and then their fight got canceled. So, uh, so we, we, uh, we, we've had a lot of knowledge on him, you know, I mean? right. we knew a lot about him. And so it was actually, it was pretty, uh, it sounds weird, but it felt cool beating him because I remember watching him when I was a little bit younger. No, I'm not talking about crazy younger, but I was probably like 13, I think. Mm -hmm. beat Mo and I was like, I was like, wow, this guy's not bad. You know what I mean? And so it's nice to make a statement like that. Like he went five rounds with Devin Haney. So yeah, 
it's nice to make a statement like that. And uh, uh, I don't know. It, it's just cool. Small world of boxing. You know what I mean? Who would have thought like five, six years ago when I'm watching this guy fight, I'd be fighting him live on the zone, right? It, it's yeah, really no. cool. it, was, it was brilliant. And what a display, man. Now, now a bit of the world knows who you are. They can see that you mean business, man. Um, you're you're from you're from like we'll say the the Canadian royal family of boxing here, man. What was it like growing up with that many siblings that uh, are ready to throw down at the at the drop of a hat? Oh man, it was uh it was fun. It was really fun, like really entertaining. Like you could even ask our cousins and stuff. Like whenever there was a like a family party, yeah, uh, it was. It was always our house. Everyone wanted to do that, right? Because uh, they knew damn well there was going to be something funny going on. Like, we grew up playing sports and stuff. We were always kind of the scrappier kids, you know what right. I mean? In the sports, like, I played ice hockey. I played everything growing up, every sport you can think of. I was skillfully. I was a good athlete, but the fight, fighting don't leave you, man. I always I always ended up somehow, some way getting into a scrap, even right. if it was basketball, soccer, whatever it was found a way right and most of my brothers are like that and uh so you can imagine the stories we have right it's uh, oh my god i can imagine I can us now you know what i mean yeah like i i can imagine i can just imagine because honestly like I've, i i remember the fights that i've had with my sister like yeah they've been, <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been, they've been some big ones right like i've been oh, clocked yeah. up for my sister so it's like yeah man when i guess with both you know the whole family fights i guess it's a real throwdown right oh for sure man like like street hockey was the most serious thing i got into more street hockey fights with my brothers than it probably had boxing matches you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're the only we're the only dummies that would play contact basketball like we play contact, <laughs> like who does that you know what i mean like right. on the concrete we play contact basketball guys jumping in the air and then you get pulled down and you're smashed on the but that was fun for us, right? You know what I mean? We weren't uh, we definitely weren't the average household. No, definitely not. Um, so you got a fight lined up. Uh, do you know who the uh your opponent is at the moment? I don't yeah, know. So uh actually I, I don't uh, yeah, I do have a fight lined up, but I don't uh, know my opponent yet. I, uh, yeah, I'm fighting November 4th in the Brantford Civic Center with me and all my brothers and a lot of uh, other local talent. Uh will be on the card. I think there's eight fights total. Every fight will be uh be a good match we uh i wasn't allowed to because my last fight i wasn't allowed to know basically any information on the november show because they didn't want my my mind to be distracted right right so just today i like actually this morning was the first time i heard anything about opponents but they've been talking about opponents for like two three weeks it's just right. they kept me out of the loop right and uh so i could focus on my fight on uh my last fight right at rebel but uh yeah so we're thinking about having a good little step up, you know what I mean? Me and all my brothers were, you know, we don't, I don't want to fight no tomato can. You know what I mean? I like, no. I don't like you, that. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want, you don't want that powder. You don't want that, you know, puffed up or powdered record. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Real I, fighters, I, man. I, uh, I want to be world champion or I don't want to box. You know what I mean? Like, and you don't become world champion by beating tomato cans. And uh, so, yeah, uh, opponents not picked, but expect, Expect a little step up, I'm crazy, but you know what? I want some competition, and don't get me wrong, I want to blow everybody out of the water, but right. hey, right. man, I want it to be someone better, right? Like, I want to blow yeah. someone out of the water that's got a little bit more talent. No disrespect to anybody I fought, but uh, right. I mean, it just looks better, right? And it proves yeah. my skill level. 
you want to challenge yourself too. Yeah, you exactly. Wanna... I love challenging myself, man. Like that was my first six round fight. Yeah. I like knocking people out, but I would have really liked to see round five and six. Right. Just for that, just, but you know what? Hey man, nothing's better than seeing a grown man drop to his knees and quit. That's what's <laughs> Honestly, what a highlight too, man. Yeah. Vicious, vicious shot. I was ringside for it. I was right on those. I was right on those. Oh, was that you were taking yeah, that was me, man. I was right oh, there. Okay, good, good. I that was, was right there. So, honestly. One of my favorite videos of the night, man. I love that video. That's a good angle. Oh, it's a great angle. We uh we pride ourselves on taking those angles. We're yeah. definitely gonna try and make it out to Brantford for uh you know your your family. Oh, man, you guys are more than welcome. You don't even have to uh you don't even have to ask. Just uh, keep in contact, either me or uh, the uh, some one of the other guys who are running the show. Yeah. We'll hook you guys up for sure with some media passes. Definitely, excellent. We're trying. We're trying to really. We're trying to really help the Ontario boxing team. And, know, and, uh, and uh, the, the Ontario boxing scene will not get better unless we have people like yourself, right, in the company yeah. you represent. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've you know we talked we talked really closely with Lee Baxter. Um, you know, he's, he's, he wants to help us do what he wants to do. And that's really put Ontario back on the map. You know, we, we should be, we should be the Mecca of Canadian boxing. Not yeah, much I agree. I agree completely. Right. There's, 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 there's no real reason we shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Right. There, there, it don't make sense. We've got everything. It just, you know what, it's just, it's a slow process. And it's a hill that's going to be climbed. Right. And, right. and honestly, yeah, we want to be the Mecca of Canada, but, Let's make it international. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I want to, I want to make this stuff known. You know what I mean? Like uh, I know, uh, uh, like I really like. I want to bring attention to Hamilton, Ontario, for boxing. Right. You know, Ontario and Canada. You know what I mean? I want to. Yeah. I want to bring the whole world to see what we got. You know what I mean? And we do. We do have. A, we do have a rich history of boxing here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had a little bit of a hiccup there with uh, you yep. know Ken Hayashi. Um, yeah, no <laughs> every time, every time I say that name, I get the same reaction. Well, yeah. I never had to deal with it, but right. I heard like my brothers, right? So I never dealt with it by hand. But uh, yeah, no, no disrespect, nowhere, not burning no bridges, right. but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, exa- exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, what, uh, what, what do you think Ontario needs to really make the next step? Honestly, I'm not even saying because I'm on the podcast. We need a lot of fellows like yourself and the, like what I said, the company you represent. It's mm-hmm. media is everything right now. I think media is the key to whatever you're doing in the world. Maybe, man, you got guys reviewing water bottles right now, making millions of dollars a year, right? right? Like media is everything right now. And uh, like it or not, I'm not even a social media guy, but you know what? It's, 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 it's a big part of your product now, no matter what business you're in. I, I think the biggest thing is getting a good, solid media and uh, uh, like media and social media following in general. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. For for boxing, not just a specific person or a specific company. It's we need more media coverage in general. I think that's the biggest thing. And then I think uh, I think the biggest thing is Ontario working together. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. find a lot of the local promoters won't work together, and uh, it's like you know what? It's tuck your pride to the side and let's do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's why I really like, I have a lot of respect, even though I'm not signed with Lee Baxter. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for Lee Baxter. He's a promoter that will put his pride to the side yeah. and he will work with other promoters. And that's what we need. That's the type of people we need in Ontario for sure. And people like, like for instance, I'm managed by, uh, oh, well, I have a, not on paper, but Mark Irwin is like yeah. an uncle to me. 
a right. classic boxing company and uh he signed my brothers and uh we need people like them they're they're willing to work with all companies for the better of the fighters right right and Definitely. not burn any bridges that's the biggest thing i find a lot of these promoters will do they'll burn yeah. bridges for unnecessary reasons yeah which doesn't which doesn't help man because you know it, oh, it makes it makes terrible. it makes the entire industry suffer and you know like we have such a thick deep yeah. talent pool of of boxers here in canada and in ontario and you know it's about time that we get onto that big stage and i think people like you and lee baxter and you know your brothers and everything and, and, and the way that you guys are performing and really showing you know what we have to offer and you know lee giving us opportunities and you opportunities to be on a you know on a card like the zone to get you out there worldwide is really really detrimental to the success of Canada. oh for sure man that's and it's and it's even like the company I'm signed with Probellum, like phenomenal people. You know, what I mean, phenomenal yeah. people. They've let me. They, 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 they. I've got not, not a single thing, not a single thing to complain about. I am very happy with what I've been dealt with. You know what I mean? Right. And it's the way I've been dealt with, the way I've been treated. Like when we were going in with a bigger, like the bigger fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're signing with one of the bigger companies in the world. We're a little bit hesitant, right? You know what I mean? Where are we going to get fed to the wolves? Where are we going to be treated right? And I've got none to complain about. Because you know what, they 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 put their pride to their side to the side too, and they help local promoters like Lee, local people like Mark. You know what I mean? They're they uh, uh, they they got a really good connection with Jim Promotions and even Montreal. You know what I mean? Right. Like they 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 are willing to work with anybody to help the fighters, right? Right. And right. we need more more promoters like that, more promoters like Pramelo, more promoters like Lee Baxter to come together. You know what I mean? The big fish helping the little guys out right right uh, definitely um and we we are trying to help as well you know oh, we've, we've, sure. talked to little, these, we've talked to these promoters we we want we want to hit all these shows man and we want to put oh, everybody sure, out man. there like what i said just 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 ring my line we'll, we'll, get, we'll get, be get, there get we'll be there we'll be there yeah, yeah. we'll get you guys a media pass no questions asked excellent excellent um what is a what's the biggest challenge that you think you faced in boxing today not just in ontario but just in boxing in general you, like, do you think, are you saying as fighters in general, or are you just saying me personally? You personally. What's the biggest challenge that you faced, biggest obstacle? I think the biggest obstacle is, is honestly, on topic, is, is getting, I think for somebody who's not from America or a, a country that's very supportive of boxing, because Canada isn't, you know what I mean? We're very hockey-based. Yeah. Even basketball is taking over, soccer is taking over, stuff like that. I think the biggest obstacle right now is getting the coverage and the support from the country. Do you know what I mean? Not even boxing fans, just the regular citizens of our country. Do you know what I mean? If, if that makes sense, like getting that backing, that following is, I feel like in other countries, it's a lot easier. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's uh, because, the, because there are certain countries that, uh, that, that, that respect boxing a lot more and, and actually acknowledge what it does to, to the youth's lives. You know what I mean? You know how much drug dealers have been taken off the street because of boxing, you know, which lives have been saved. But I really feel like Canada in general has a negative look on boxing. Personally, like I do, I, I, I really feel like, like schools don't support yeah. boxing anymore. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's a big thing, right? Like yeah. we tried to bring a poster to, for the show to the school and they said they don't support violence. Oh, wow. That's how you know you've never been in a boxing gym, right? You know what right. I mean? If you think yeah. Yes, it's a, yeah, don't get me wrong. On a high level, it is a violent sport, but I guarantee you, you won't meet you won't meet more sportsmen like people than boxers. 
you will meet more athletes that have more respect than boxers. And that's no disrespect to other sports, but I've been in almost every sport my whole life. And I found boxers the best people to get along with. You know what I mean? It's definitely, it's definitely one of the most humbling. It's one of the most humbling of sports. Oh, how how can you be cocked? How can you really, 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 really be arrogant and mean it when you've been floored in the face? You know what I mean? Like I got a funny saying, man, like, well, not, it's not my saying, but it's, normal saying is you can tell who's been punched in the face and who hasn't you know yeah, what i mean exactly exactly being punched in the face even if it's on the street at school and boxing being punched in the face is a humbling experience and i think yes. everybody should go through it definitely definitely i think it builds character it builds real character um and you know boxing boxing is one of these things that just it sets up kids for success because it teaches oh, yeah. them it teaches them how to set goals it teaches them how to work hard towards that goal and it teaches them, the, you know, the rewards of reaching those goals. Oh, and, 100%, man. Like, yeah. like I, I actually help run my gym now, Still Town Boxing Club. I, I, I help run it. And the, the amount of kids that we come in here that can't even look at themselves in the mirror, and then next thing you know, you see them walking by a mirror and flexing. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's a great feeling. That's a goddamn good feeling to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah, don't, you, don't, you don't get that much from, from much things in life. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Like we had a kid once who couldn't run across the ring. I'm not over exaggerating. Could not run across the ring. That's how overweight he was. He ended up losing almost 200 pounds. Could do 15 push-ups. Would run five laps around the building. Wow. Like that's that is that's life changing. Do you know what I mean yeah. for that kid? That is that is that's something that there's very few things in life that could have done that for him. Not even right. physically, mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Boxing. A lot of people don't understand that boxing is a very mental game. You know, hundred oh, percent, man. They, they go watch Mike Tyson. They watch a Mike Tyson tape and they hear him talking about, oh, kill this, kill that, kill that. But then they don't go watch what Mike Tyson's like as a person. Right. He's one of the most kind hearted people you'll ever meet. You know what I mean? Like everyone that meets Mike Tyson says the same thing, right? In the ring, he's a killer, but what about outside? Right. And yeah. Yeah. So like, I understand why parents would be hesitant getting their kid in the sport if they know nothing about it. But right. I really think, I really think, it's one of the sports that a kid should go into. Maybe a day two, I think a kid should go into it. But that's like what I said, right? We don't have the support from our country here. We don't right. we don't have the not even the political support, this, that. I'm talking about just the basic common common household doesn't support your your, your your neighborhood your local yeah. that kind of support your city support you know all that yeah like if you go outside and you start hitting the pads out front on yeah. your driveway people are probably going to call the cops or something <laughs> 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 so true so true um what uh what's what where do you see yourself next year year from now next year hopefully i got my first uh Let's say, let's say, hopefully, so my contract technically started in March 25th, the day of my yep. pro debut. Yep. So let's hope I get one, two more fights by then, possibly three. I, I would love three, but you don't know, right? That would put right. me at a lot of fights. So, but uh, I hope to have my first title. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything crazy like world yeah. title. This, this is a sport where you got to earn your keep, right? Exactly. And, so by next year, hopefully, I have my first ranking title. That's that's my goal for the year: be undefeated, and have my first ranking title. If you know what I mean, like one that yeah. gets you top twenty, top ten, top fifteen in a certain organization. Yep. That's what I would like to. I would like to see that by next year. And uh, you got to learn the sport, right? Like, yeah. I'm not yeah, going to get a world title the first year. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's, 
No. Uh, you, you, you can, you got to shoot for the stars to land on the moon. Right? Exactly. Yep. You know, I agree think completely. big, it'll come. I'm going to be world champion one day, but will yes. it be next year? I wouldn't even get that opportunity. I wouldn't have earned it yet. You know what I mean? You right. got to earn it. Right. Um, so I, I we, got a, we got a question here from one of our viewers. Do you have any good sparring stories? I know you have to, man. You got brothers. Oh, let's, oh. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's see. You got, I know you got some good ones. Like between me and my brothers, I assume. Yeah, yeah let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, honestly, not even me, but just entertaining sparring wise, Jesse and Stevens howls to watch because uh, just first two rounds, you'll, you'll see them go light and then it can get real. Uh, it can get real, 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 real intense and, and split up and pretty often happens quite often. But uh, actually, I got a funny one with Jesse. Uh, I don't know why, man. It was one of the dumbest things. I don't know why my brain just didn't process it. Jesse faked a jab to the body and I bit on it. <laughs> as he threw the right hand, I said a bad word. So I saw the punch coming, but my... I don't know why I just didn't slip when I just ate it. And I was like, and then we just stopped and laughed. You know what I mean? But so like my body knew to react. And then yeah. when I fell for the trap, I said yeah. something inappropriate. And then I smiled and I got cracked. And then we just looked at each other. I was like, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> Oh man. Some crazy sparring stories, man. That's, that's oh, yeah. great. Honestly, what was, what was it like at home? You know, not at the gym arguments. Did they did they turn in fights? My dad didn't allow that. Obviously, there's been a few, but my dad didn't yeah. really allow that. You know what I mean? Your dad, your dad would jump in and be like, No, 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 boys, we'll save it when we get yeah, to the gym. Yeah, yeah, there was uh not much of that. Excellent. Um, so long term goal five years, ten years from now, world championship. Is that is that what you're looking at? That's where you want to be? Yeah, yeah. I uh yeah, especially especially five years from now, I would, uh, I would love to be world champion. Cause that would put me at 27. Yeah. I would love to be world champion because if you want to make a living out of the sport, you kind of got to be a little bit earlier. Right. Right. Like if that makes sense, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I'd like to hit that goal early so I can make the bigger fights for longer. Right. Um, when you're ready to hang it up, you just, you're going to continue to like, you know, train kids and yeah. Yeah. I would, I'll never leave boxing. I'll always be involved in boxing. Excellent. Um, Honestly, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know you're a busy man. Um, uh, listen, my batteries, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, <laughs> no problem, no problem. That's yeah. why I was looking at my computer. Definitely. I want to ask this. First time you laid the guy out in the pro ranks, getting paid, what did it feel like to, to, to win? It took me like a week to realize I get paid. I know how dumb that sounds. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even – because. Uh, so the way it works is I get my minimum from the local promoter and then yeah. transfers me the rest. Right. And, uh, but then I didn't realize it until I looked at my bank account. That's how weird my mind worked. I was just like, <laughs> I was living in the moment, this, that. And then when I hit my bank account, I was like, damn, yo, I said, I'm getting paid for this now. Like, this, is <laughs> like, this is dope. Like, yeah. Now, now it's like, now it's like, I don't work overtime. I got to get in there. And get yeah, yeah. I want to crush people quick. <laughs> uh, hey, and you did. And you yeah, did Wednesday at Rebel. Wow. Yeah, Guys, you've right? seen this clip out there. I know the fans seen it, man. We got lots of we got a lot, lots of likes on this one. Definitely. Yeah. 
vicious shot. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait to come out and see you again. Oh, we um, got you, man. Hit my yeah. line. You'll be there, Brantford. Definitely, definitely. We were, we will be there ringside with with our camera crew, man. You know what it is. Um, thank you, Spencer. I'll just stick around after I sign off here. Um, to all the Talk and Fight fans, man, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up with yours truly, Mike Orr, and our special guest today, Spencer Wilcox of the Wilcox Clan out of Steel City Boxing. You know what it is, man. We will see you tomorrow on this channel. Same time, new interview. You know what it is. It's your man, Mike, saying knuckle up.